Greetings and welcome to another episode of the She Is Grace podcast. My guest today is J.C. Miller. Welcome, J.C. Miller. How are you today? I'm good, D.L. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for being a part of the uh, podcast. So let's jump right on in. Can you share a little bit about yourself, please? Sure. Okay. Well, like I, like you said, my name is J.C. Miller. And um, I'm an up-and-coming faith-based author. I was born in the Bronx, New York, and I think I owe my writing style uh, to where I was brought up. Um, So what I do, DL, is I take unsung biblical characters and I bring them into modern relationships and I pit them against age-old problems. So being from the Bronx and being raised by Southern parents, I kind of use my Baptist upbringing, uh, kind of, and with along with the familiarity of um, of my uh, Southern comfort, and I mix it all with uh, urban splendor. And what I get are these characters that seem to come to life from the Bible, the unsung biblical characters that we read about as children. I kind of bring them into a modern light, and I use all of my upbringing to the people, the places, the circumstances. And I just use that along with my incredible imagination. Okay. Wow. How interesting. Very interesting. How you bring that back into your growing up, your background, the Bronx Mm -hmm. background. It's like you put it all to one bowl and mix it all together. And you have this awesome creation. You have all this Uh, creation of all these awesome books. A nice layered layered cake. Okay. And congratulations (laughs) as well. Thank you. So why is it important for women to connect referencing to your nonprofit platform? Okay. Um, well, my my nonprofit platform is called Diamond Daughters. And Diamond Daughters is a nonprofit that I created in 2012. Uh, it started with a conversation between myself, my cousin Tam- Tamika Sloan, Janice Richardson, and my bestie and business partner, Monifa Spain. And we were just discussing our concerns and worries as women and mothers. And we decided that working together to achieve some of our common goals, uh, which at the time we were just concerned, we were talking about life and how women, um, how we're still going through some of the things that we're still going through. This is even before the uh, Me Too Too, um, thing started. We were, we were, we were concerned with why is it that women are still um, in dom- domestic violence um, relationships? Why are we still raped and why and we're still molested? And we were worried about our children and the world that we live in. So we was like, someone should do mm-hmm. something. And then we realized someone should be us. So we um, we started Diamond Daughters as a way for women to come together to share resources that we found out to uplift each other and mostly to talk about things and to talk about what has happened to us. And um, we found that in talking, it really helps not only to bring things to light, but it helps with depression. It helps with um, it helps with um with courage. It's just a lot of different things. So we started doing um, Diamond Daughters Clubs and 
Pennsylvania, New York, and North Carolina at first. Okay. Um, and now we have settled in um, Facebook platforms. Uh, we have groups okay. that we still get together and you know, we have uplifting posting, social media posting, but besides the posting, we still um, talk and we have blogs. Um, so it's a really, it's really exciting. And we're okay. important so how- national now. So it's not just those three locations. We have women from everywhere and it's not just dialogue. Okay. It's, it's sharing resources and building relationships. Okay, so how effective is this platform? The platform is growing. It's extended into blogging under the group title okay. I Am Rahab. Um, I don't know if I shared this um, in my background, but I have um, I've written a three part series titled I Am Rahab, a novel, um, and two standalones. They call me Gomer, and my most recent, my name is Mary Magdalene. So. We kind of incorporated the I Am Rahab into the Diamond Daughters um, platform because my books are mostly about women, courageous women who went through things and got so fit to use them even in their circumstances. So moving into Diamond Daughters, we took the title I Am Rahab too. And as you know, Rahab was an average woman who also happened to be a prostitute. Um, but the Lord used her in her circumstances in miraculous ways. So we're all kind of like Rahab in the, in, um, in the way that it doesn't matter where we've been. It only matters where we're going. Um, so at Diamond Daughters, we want women to shine. We want to embrace them. Okay. We, you know, um, um, and we want them um, not to fall victim to their circumstances or their past, but to rise above. So sadly, our goals haven't been met lately and that we're stagnant. We're in a stagnant state, but we desire to partner with other women to continue to give back through the organization. We want to start volunteering again. We want to um, build um, we want to shelter. We want to educate um, our young women because they are the next generation. Okay. Well, that's awesome to hear, but I think that maybe many organizations may be stagnant right now because, yes. you know, pandemic, yes. you can't really get out and yeah, you know, we you just can. really don't know. Yeah. There's not any fear of the unknown, but it's just that we don't know, you know, right. about the virus. The virus keeps creeping back it up and goes down. It so does. that's very, very it understanding. It does. And then the sad thing about it all is that, well, during that time, mostly is that a lot of women were trapped in um, with their circumstances, and you know, um, so they needed outlets. And so that, I guess that's where the social media thing really did help because um, we were able to connect, um, to connect to different people, just either even to entertain or to divert um, but still share. There were a lot of virtual um, clubs and meetings happening that are still existing. I think I just posted one last night um, with an organization. I forget the name of it, but it, it is on the um, the group page, which is titled again, I Am Rahab Too. And it was for domestic abuse. Um, yeah. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you did just say that you launched your book this week. Mm-hmm. And tell me, why did you write the book? 
Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene is a spinoff character from my series, I Am Rahab, a novel. Biblically, um, Mary was a woman cleansed of seven demons. Um, the seven demons were a way of saying Mary's problems were really severe. Um, mm -hmm. I chose Mary Magdalene to write about because like Rahab and Gomer, she was also an outcast. She was pushed aside because of her gender, maybe her position, or maybe it was her circumstances. But like I said before, my stories bring unsung biblical heroines into modern light. I use Mary's suffering and her struggles to shine a light on um, mental health today. Um, can I read something? I have something here. Um, it sure. says approximately 9.5% of American adults age 18 and over um, suffer from depressive illnesses each day or each year. Um, major depression, bipolar disorder, um, women are nearly twice as likely to suffer from major depression than men. So um, I found that fascinating. And something that we really need to talk to, especially after go coming out of enduring COVID, there was a lot of um, mental health issues and there still is right. a lot of depression. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. And thank you for reading that mm -hmm. to let us to shine the light on mental health yeah. and how it affects women more often than men. Yeah. And so, yeah, but sound like the book is a great read and I'm certain that the listeners will enjoy the book as well. So next, uh, were there any struggles while writing the book? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> um, usually for me, writing is like therapeutic, um, but this experience was totally different. Um, a few months before I started writing my manuscript, I was diagnosed with COVID-19. And then, then after I quickly discovered that I was a part of a group of people called um, long haulers. Um, and what that is, it means that I suffered for months after the initial diagnosis with random, like reoccurring COVID symptoms, uh, which included some brain fog, heart palpitations, anxiety, um, fatigue and achiness. But it was the brain fog that made it most difficult to write. Um, it was very, it was, it was hard for me to stay focused, whereas I usually just throw myself into this imaginary world of characters and writing just kind of flows and the story just comes out. I don't really take notes. I just know where I want to go Be because of the Bible story. I know what the story is and I know how I want to tell it, tell it. But this time, I just wrote in odd piecings and notes and I couldn't obtain information and I easily lost my concentration. But thank God segments of the story came to me at random. Um, yeah. And so um, I had just had to piece them all together like a puzzle. So when I was finally completed writing, I was worrying that it was like the worst book I've ever wrote <laughs> because I, I just couldn't right. stay focused. And, and even I couldn't even read it because I would read and lose my place. I wouldn't stay focused. It was just really bad. Um, but when I fi finally was able to read it from beginning to end, I was in marvel. 
I could not believe it. And in the past, I wrote by the seat of my pants, as I said, but this story was related, was, um, was inspired and related to me in, in these wonderful pieces that just seem to come together. But what I discovered is that I wrote a story of a woman with mental issues, sort of how I was feeling at the time with COVID. I was displaced. I was alone. I was scared. I was helpless. And writing Mary's story, um, it helped me, and I'm sure it's going to help other women um, who cry in silence plagued by all of these hardships in life. Okay, okay. so Mm COVID-19, I am so glad that God healed you. And then out of the out of the the sickness or illness, then God birthed a book. So he prevailed in your situation. Yes, he did. And he still moved. Yeah, he still moved. That is such a blessing. And that is music to my ears. So so how can women achieve their writing goals? Would you give women any any advice at this point? Um, how can women achieve their writing goals? Um, I would say first pray. Pray about everything. We know that. Ask right. God what it is Amen. you should write about and see if it's his plan for you um, to even begin writing. But um, I would say, number one, start writing. You know, I believe that writing should be a daily habit, even outside of publishing, but keeping journals, um, blogs, um, digital uh, libraries, just write, write about anything and everything. Um, I would also say write for yourself. Don't sweat the little things, the, or opinions, deadlines, people write for yourself because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a piece of you. It's your expression that you may leave behind. So, you know, I think writing should become from a place that um, is pure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And as a writer myself, mm-hmm. I journal daily. Awesome. And it's getting those thoughts down on paper. Yes. And like you said, it's your journal, it's your private paper, right. and you can do whatever you want to write, mm-hmm. whatever you want to write about. Yeah. As creative as possible mm-hmm. if God has you in that realm. That's now, my books are faith-based as well, mm-hmm. but they're strictly faith-based, mm-hmm. not like stories or anything right. like that. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the raw of God, scriptures, mm-hmm. and prayers. Awesome. And, um, you know, God blessed me in my writing experience, too. And I always encourage people just to, like you said, just to get something on paper. Right. No matter what it is, daily try to write. That's something. it. So that's, that's, that's where it. we and should start. That's the number one question that most people ask me. I, You know, they, they'll come up to me and they'll tell me that they have a story that they want to write. Um, you know, they, they've had this tremendous life. And, but they just don't know where to begin. And I'm like, well, just start writing. Just write. Write it for yourself. And don't don't worry about how it should start or where, you know, just start writing. True. Yeah. Even if and then it's taking it, and, then it's, mm-hmm. and then it's all about brainstorming as well. Yeah. The brainstorm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like when I wrote my first book, mm-hmm. I did the chap the outline of the books of the book first. And then I went from there. And then I found myself writing the I write it. I don't write in sequence. I find myself writing the the end of the of the book right. first, mm-hmm. the middle. I mean, different sections. Right. Then I came back to the introduction, and so it's not even about the sequence. It's right. about when God is giving you the message. Yes, what's so important? That is, and I like the fact that you said to pray first. Yes. to make sure 
God is leading you in that direction because without prayer, mm-hmm. I don't know where I would be. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't move without God's blessing in my life. That's right. Point. I just can't move. That is right. You're absolutely right. Get his, get his stamp of approval first and on anything and everything. Correct. So what has your faith in God taught you at this point in life? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, what has my faith in God taught me at this point in life? Uh, that there is nothing too hard for God. Uh, yeah. All healing, prosperity, peace. Love, joy, it's all in him that, you know, um, the closer we are to him, the easier it is to have faith in, in our most difficult times. And I think a lot of us saw that in last year. I hate to keep going back to it, but it's, it's right. like a reality check for most. Um, as we got closer to him, we had nothing but to lean on him, you know, and it's that that's where my faith that's where my faith draws from is leaning in him in prayer and daily worship and, and reading and, you know, motivation is, it's all about him. Yeah. Correct. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Um, let's see. I would. Okay. I do have something that I want to add. Um, I want to add that there are some takeaways from the book and why I would love for you all to go out and purchase. My name is Mary Magdalene. My latest uh, novel. Um, um, I have some takeaways. Let's see. Um, what? Um, like I said, the book is about mental health, but we were talking about trusting God. So I want women to learn to live and not focus or give power to the thorns in their flesh. Um, We all have struggles, but instead of giving power to pain, I would love for us to denounce it and choose joy. Um, Everyone's going to have to trust me when I say that God is hurting more than we are over our pain. Trusting God is more of a feeling. It's, 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 it's is more than just a feeling is what I meant to say It's to choose to have faith in what he says and who he is, even when rationalizing leads us to believe something else. Uh, a number two, I would like to take a women to take away from the book is that um depression. Depression is real. Um, there's a dangerous misconception out there that says depression is not real, but the reality is that depression is as real as cancer and a common cold. Yeah. It's an illness Mm -hmm. that impacts the brain's ability to function as it should. And with that being said, I want to say, get help. Um, women, you are not broken. Um, and acceptance does not equal spiritual failure. Mental illness is a depression. Anxiety okay. is not your identity. It's a condition that affects you. And anyone with a major depressive disorder would benefit from combining medication with a healthy lifestyle and stress management. And of course, always prayer. Okay. Yeah. Well, well said. And congratulations on the launch of your new book as well. Thank you so much, ma'am. You're welcome. And thank you for sharing J.C. Miller and being a part of the She Is Grace podcast. Please share your media, social media, I'm sorry, platform. Oh, okay, sure. Um, My handle is author J.C. Miller on Facebook, Instagram, 
Twitter, um, and YouTube. Um, you can also subscribe to my blog and uh, newsletters by going to authorjcmiller.com. Okay. Well, this is D.L. Hicks, and thank you for tuning in today. Always live your truth unapologetically. Peace, blessings, always.